Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. What is up and welcome to Grey Wolf Pack Chat. It is Ned joined by the boys, John <laughs> Fitz next to me. Johnny Alprez there all in his Horsham Hornets warm-up gear, representative oh, yeah. coach, coach president. <laughs> You name it, he does it at yeah. the Hornets' nest. What up, buddy? Oh, plenty, man. A bit of a uh, Jackie Moon situation down at Horsham Hornets, the uh, player owner coach sort of deal. But uh, no, things are good. We're in the full swing of basketball, as we've spoken about in Grey Wolf Hoops. But yeah, life's feeling a bit more back to normal. Definitely on the basketball side. Got some good matchups in the NBL coming up this week, man, which we'll talk about later in the week. But uh, I was at the game on Sunday. Did any of you guys watch United and Phoenix? Before we jump into that, let's... Go through the panel, Johnny. We have Mr. Amin Azor. I've just noticed the bed is in the background there. He's ready to get busy as soon as <laughs> That's how he rolls. As I was saying, man, it's just like I need to work on my background because you guys, you've got the nice little green room set up. Herbs has got like, you know, uh, Willy Wonka's toy factory behind him, which is fantastic. <laughs> Meanwhile, it looks like I'm doing this out of a, an Adair's store. So if you want some good sheets, these are like really good thread count, I've been told. I like it, man. I like it a lot. And the one, the only, the man who needs no introduction, but will give him one anyway, the real Jace L. Herbert. Jace. What up, man? Boys, good to be back here for another pack chat. Looking forward to this one. Can't wait. Again, as Nim sort of said, coming from the Willy Wonka's Transformers factory is again, so. Back yeah, we, need, van. we need to give you like a name for that, man, because like, it, 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 can it be like, you know, the, the horror vault or something like that, or the toy kingdom of Jay or something? Yeah, something like that. The horror vault actually does sound pretty cool. I do like Not that. Often one. you see Jay smile, so I think the horror <laughs> yeah, vault. Yeah, the horror vault probably. <laughs> horror vault. I like it. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> All right, we're not going to talk too much basketball, but Johnny did ask the question, did you guys see the United game versus the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix? It went down in Bendigo, and Johnny, what was the... The Bendigo Stadium looked actually really cool on TV there, man. It's an impressive facility, and uh, hopefully we get some more games like that in the country areas because it's easy for us to drive up there, but uh, not not a bumper crowd. I'm assuming they probably had some COVID restrictions on the crowd numbers, but it was great to go out there and see a lot of our uh, sort of grey wolf... Uh, crew that the future zombies, you know, Jock Landale, Mitch McCarran, Mitch Creek was out there as well. So it was a good game, great atmosphere. So yeah, loved it. How about that for some name drops there on Grey Wolf? I thought you were going to th- go through our friends, but you went through the actual <laughs> the actual players that have featured oh, yeah. on Grey Wolf. So that is all sorts of cool right there. And yeah, you're right. That was capacity crowd, but they had it at half strength yeah. due to silly old COVID. You boys see it? See, I didn't pay too much attention to it because I didn't want to watch anything that involved the Melbourne Phoenix, uh, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, after they got the chocolates against the Wildcats. And the less <laughs> said about that game, the better. So let's move on and I pretend that that didn't happen. Right there. <laughs> yeah. <He's> still better. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like like Fitz sort of said, man, like United really have like these, um, what are they called? The throwdowns, right? Yep. Yeah. The throwdowns is like for such a, a cool really uh, a rivalry that's so in its infancy they really bring the crowds and it's such a shame that they can't do it in front of packed arenas uh, like it really deserves yeah no i agree with you right there and it it was a lot closer than what it needed to be in the end there but we won't talk too much basketball because this is pack chat herb sitting there in his toy kingdom look at him oh, what is it the horror <laughs> the horror vault, the horror the vault. vault. <laughs> i like i it. don't know actually i think i saw actually i think ned just 
got the uh, chocolate there with the horror dome. So uh, horror yeah, dome. Don't we'll cast a vote. How's that? I like Toy Kingdom. I think that's yeah, sort of, Toy has Kingdom. A, bit of a creepy vibe to it as well. Mm. It actually was a Toy Kingdom though, wasn't yeah, it? There? Was yeah. Yeah, there used to be back in the day. Yeah, that is right there, Jace. Now here's a question for you, totally off the card, out of the notes, which you wouldn't have read anyway. April home from being in hospital, buddy? Yeah, she came home today. Oh, that's great, man. So you have been flying solo for three weeks. And now this is, well, terrifying. <laughs> how, how so, dude? Well, well first of all, I want to know, how did you, like, dress yourself in the morning? Because no, <laughs> look at that. The best part, you getting at? the best part is you could watch him just like, <laughs> See, it's easy, though, if he just wears what he fell asleep in. Yeah, it's easier. That's right. He hasn't changed in three weeks, Azor. Now who's the idiot? Someone... You weren't supposed to say that! <laughs> oh, he loves it right there. So did you, you manage her right there, Jay, in the bachelor pad? Yeah, managed absolutely fine, man. No uh, no issues whatsoever. I did set fire to the kitchen, but, you know, we need a new kitchen anyway. Making a bottle of cornflakes. What, like, what do you have? What was yeah, I had that, that Homer Simpson problem. Get the bowl of cornflakes, put the milk on it, and just burst into flames. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jay. Oh, well, anyway, did, so you didn't get up to much else then? Just work, chill? Yeah, work, chill, and uh, bought more toys on eBay. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Fair enough. He didn't think about visiting his lady oh, or no. anything like that. He didn't get... <laughs> no, I did do that. From being... <laughs> we have text messages and FaceTime, and yeah, why go there? I did do that. Oh, good work, Jay. Actually, well in... Well, while I got you with that, though, Herbs, in terms of your weekly purchases, what did you pick up off uh, old Evil Bay? Uh, for the latest one I got off Evil Bay is probably this uh, Optimus uh, Kingdom Optimus Prime right behind me. So Now, how much of that thing set you back? Actually, that was probably only about... This is including shipping. 80 bucks. That's not bad. I know where you're going with this, but yeah. <laughs> That's not too bad at all. So, like, let's just say, oh, I don't know, any other pressing purchases that you might have possibly on your mind? <laughs> uh, I've got plenty. Maybe I've maybe one plenty. that doesn't involve coming to your house, but maybe getting out of your house. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I've actually got to go down to Melbourne next week, so I might do a bit of a toy hunt on down there. So <laughs> why not? There's nothing else you need to spend that money on at all. Nothing. <laughs> no. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now, because Jay still hasn't picked up on the elephant in the room, we are, of course... Yeah, I already, I already know. I already my, know. For Jay, the 2021 project <laughs> yep. about you getting a divorce from your... Oh, you mean this thing right here? Oh! oh. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Jeez. That was unexpected. That was very Look how pleased he is. Look how pleased he is. Bring it closer. Was that just not the TV guide? <laughs> oh, no. That's oh, wow. Here we Look go. at that. Look at that. Oh, goodness. Are you, are you meaning to tell us that we don't have to start a GoFundMe page? That's exactly what I'm saying. Wow. wow, this is insane right here. Who would have thought that the kick in the butt Jay needed was us to take <laughs> the fact that he's been married for six or eight years too long to the public mm. for him to finally get his butt into gear. He's got his checklist. Have you ticked them all off there, Jay? Well, 
All I've got to do is just... Um, Step one, print checklist. <laughs> all I've got to do is just sign it. Excellent. Good work, so Jay. Well, this is all paid and delivered. Yeah, just I've just got to sign uh, my part and then it gets handed over and that's it. You've been served. Wow. So I was going to bring up today how we're going to go about this, Nims. I was going to drop this on you, man, because I don't know how to go about writing. I'm trying to put this on paper for people to actually think, yes, we are being serious about this divorce, and I wanted you to do the GoFundMe. But if Herbs isn't telling a big old porcupine... I don't think we need to. No. I don't think we need to. Look at that. He's just he's just dropped it himself. Well done, Jay. It's the f- we're only a couple of days into February, and already uh, he's not only so. Last year was the year when he shedded some kilos. This year he'll be shedding more dead weight. Yeah. If the big movement for 2021 is over in February, like what are we going to move on to? Is it like? Well, I wouldn't count your chickens before they hatch. There. Yeah, well, that's we true. haven't. I mean... se- we. We need to see it, I'm sure. There's plenty of things that we can move on to. But, Jay, this is possibly, I'm very proud of you, 40 years old our boy Jay is, and this is basically the first thing you've ever done for yourself, man. This is huge, man. Well, one of the biggest things I've done for myself, anyway, definitely not the first things, one of the first things I've done, but uh, no, definitely a step in the right direction, we'll, we'll say that. Well done, yeah. Herbs. Well done. I've got to say I am taken aback by this, Jay, because I was I was getting ready and we were going to do it, man. We'd already we'd got a couple hundred dollars pledged between us, as it were. So there you go. We don't have to do that. Save our coins is what you're saying. That's it. Save, save your money. We can save that for the, uh, for the celebration dinner at Westside. <laughs> I was going to say 200 bucks on the bar and we'll just celebrate after it's done. It'd be pretty weird though because Herbs would be the one serving us. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, kind of strange having a celebration where you're the one who's the server. That, that's yeah. what used to happen to me when I used to work at a bottle shop. So people would come in on a Saturday night. They'd be like, oh, Nims, you coming to like, you know, such and such a party. I'm like, like yeah i am it's like what are you doing here i'm like i'm serving you that's what i'm doing man (laughs) someone has to do this (laughs) oh that's fantastic now jay not to put a dampener on the situation because this is very very big but have you let the ex know this is coming that you will be knocking on the door no i haven't because i want it to be like an rko and just come out of nowhere Oh, oh, yes. That's my boy. That's old school J. Sal Herbert right there. No Damn. longer are we going to be married, baby. This this Transformers $80 Optimus Prime is all mine. Alive or dead. <laughs> so if I could if I could just detour for a little bit, talking about the $80 Optimus Prime, uh, Herbs is actually onto something. So what you guys are actually seeing right behind Herbs is quite a solid investment. Because, boys, so I don't know if you remember back in the day, uh, but people are getting to our age and spending money on toys that we loved as a kid. And I think, mm-hmm. Nettie, you talked about this with uh, Jamie Madrox uh, on an into on our sister site, The Underground, how you know people are buying up old school things. I'm going to show you something here. So oh, this, sorry, this is what I like. So this here is a, just a regular old CD of Less Than Jake. This was bought in 2004, brand new. I love this CD, it's fantastic. If you go on Amazon right now and see how much that, that thing is worth, it is 200 bucks. Wow. Whoa. Why is that? It's hard to find. Because people because people aren't doing, buying CDs anymore. 
Yeah, very true right there. And Jay, you are a forward thinker in that sense. And collector here obviously we do have a whole bunch of collecting stuff and our parents are like you know i remember your parents used to actually chant to you jay save your money save your money do you remember <laughs> yeah that? they did but little did they know it put, got a nest egg behind me for the future Exactly. I wouldn't say it's a nest egg. It's probably not going to put your future kids through uh, high school. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I'd look after. But I'd look after them. <laughs> that is cool, right there. That you pulled that out. I like it, man. Uh, have you got anything like that, Johnny? I know Johnny here sitting next to me. He's got a lot of great sporting memorabilia. Yeah. I think the late great Kobe Bryant jersey. Yeah, signed. it's probably probably my uh, nest egg is more sports memorabilia and a lot of NBA stuff. And my biggest one is probably yeah, a signed jersey by Kobe Bryant. Which when he sadly passed away, I went around to my mum and dad's and grabbed it off my old bedroom wall and put it in storage just to sort of protect it a little bit. But yeah, I went through high school and all that it was all about sports memorabilia for me. Um, got some really nice signed pieces, but that would have to be the sort of the yeah. cherry on the top of the that cake. That right there is all sorts of awesome. We were talking about sports memorabilia and all that sort of stuff. Well, not really memorabilia, but sport and how we get hyped up. We've got the Mighty Ducks jersey mm. here in the background, mm. boys. Not sure if you noticed that because it was brought up during hoops. Mighty Ducks, is get, there's, a, uh, there's a season of this coming out, March the 26th. And Johnny hooked me up with this jersey. Yeah, check this Very out. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. The thing I loved about the Mighty Ducks is did isn't didn't the oh that is mad, that is very it's cool. Worth as much as your less than Jake CD. But my no, mom, but you know what, man? You know what? That you never know. When we when I bought this at JB for like, you know, twenty bucks, did you ever think that it would times ten in about ten or ten or fifteen years? You just never know these days, man. Very true, but it is—it's pretty amazing news. And uh, you t- uh, March 26 is the series coming out on Disney Plus. And the good news about it being on Disney Plus, obviously being a Disney property, we get Bombay back, and hopefully we get some more characters back from the original series. So I don't think I've been as pumped about a TV show as I have for this in a long time. Yeah, I got absolutely super hyped up for this. Those movies as a kid were just—we grew up on them. The mm. Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks Two, and. Uh, it still it still spins me out to this day how when it, they go Team USA how the entire Mighty Ducks team makes Team USA out of yeah. that massive country. <laughs> That'd be like if we had the Australian squad and the zombies just made it all onto that squad. Hey, let's not say that that wouldn't happen though. <laughs> it wouldn't happen. <laughs> hey, Herb's oh, maybe got connections yeah. this year. Yeah, possibly. Remember, remember, Herb's has got connections. He did serve pasta to Luke Longley at uh, Sydney 2000. That is a yeah. great segue into our next topic, actually, Nims, because this is a fantastic thing right here, Jay, and it's kind of going to hit you sort of in the, well, maybe a sensitive thing for you too, man, but have you guys seen the movie The Dry? It's an Australian film. Sorry, no, I haven't, haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen uh, it. I haven't. I haven't seen it, but my partner Steph has. She gave it two thumbs up. A solid. Uh, actually, said it was a very, very good movie. Probably one of the best ones that you've seen this year, which is limited to that and Sonic the Hedgehog. So, uh, <laughs> so, well, so Eric Banner beat the Hedgehog. I would actually <laughs> say the Hedgehog was better, but uh, I did very much rate this movie. And Jay, this is going to upset you, man. It was filmed in our hometown of Minyup and, <laughs> and and many other surrounding towns dude like Beulah but you know what town didn't come to mind yeah I already know it was repenting because I think we were discussing this the other day anyway it doesn't matter it's all good so it's our whole area 
Oh, so, so, so basically, you know, just because Eric Banner went to Wishy Proof, you're going to claim it. You're going to be like, yeah, well, you know, that's roughly the whole area. Close <laughs> <laughs> enough. Nah. Jay, with your hate for Minyip, you must. <laughs> Minyip's had the Flying Doctors. It's now they had have. the Dry. Uh, the Minyip Pub was filmed. Like, it was spun me out because it's like I've yeah, been yeah. In there before and all yeah. that sort of stuff. I was actually pretty geeked out about it. And it did make me think of Big J, who once sort of had an affiliation with Minyip. And does that upset you they didn't go to your hometown of Rapanyip, Jay? No, really, no. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a bit... Not the answer I was expecting. I think you're a bit more upset than this than you're letting on, Herbs. <laughs> no, you can no, always no, upset probably. you because he's gone all weird. See how happy he was before with the whole divorce? I am weird. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is uh, normal. On a, on a serious note, though, if you want to see a really good piece of Australian cinema, go along and check out that movie because I'm a pretty big pretty big critic when it comes to Australian movies. There's a lot of really tacky family sort of movies, but this one was a lot more of a serious note with a little twist at the end there. So, yeah, film not far from us. So it's definitely worth watching if you haven't checked it out. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching. I, here's a question for you, John, and mm-hmm. not you too as much because you haven't seen it. When you were seeing the town, did it seem like one town to you? It did, yeah, even though they sort of filmed it around a few different places, but yeah, it did. Definitely. Oh, that's excellent because me having grown up there and playing cricket back in the day in Beulah, it's like all of a sudden you're like you're in the Minya pub and then you're in the main street of Beulah and to mm. me, I was just <laughs> like, what the hell is happening here? And then you walk out the back to the Grampians National Park. I'm like, yeah. this is weird. So that was kind yeah. of cool, but to you who hadn't one town there you go felt like one town without knowing these towns inside and out yeah I think they did a brilliant job and hopefully that brings more movies we've had a few now The Dressmaker was filmed out here a few years ago so hopefully more directors look our way because it's pretty cool for a little region like ours to get some Hollywood actors it is awesome right there Jay you've had many adult films I'm no doubt filmed at your place but (laughs) at the Minion Pub (laughs) (laughs) Minion you idiot (laughs) So, although speaking of the dressmaker, though, do you remember one really cool thing when that was there? Because that's when I was living in Horsham yeah. back then. It was so cool because remember, we had, uh, was it Chris or Luke Hemsworth? With Hemsworth was it? Uh, Luke, it, it was. was. Luke, yeah. So, yeah. You had, remember, you had Luke Hemsworth at Kmart and everyone lost their mind? Oh, they and, lost their mind over everything that dude did. I, and, and then we had. Then we had Shane Jacobson. I remember it was at the exchange. And then just out of nowhere, Guy Pearce just went to the bull and mouths. <laughs> it was just so bizarre. Yeah, it's weird when these celebrities have this crossover. But for you, Jay, it's like, meh. That's more like you just walking down the street. You get that all the time. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Not as much as you think. <laughs> it's like what you haven't signed any autographs today idiots <laughs> down the main street of Rapanya <laughs> oh, I love that right there now oh, you all have time but we were we were talking about people's sort of claim to fame sort of thing I, I ran a thing on my own personal Facebook page Herbs is gone he's Herbs out disappeared here. he's out he's like right he's oh like, there we go hey back my hometown in Minyip I am <laughs> out of here of Rapanya we no one said here. anything about Minyip chat <laughs> no, it's still here, still here. We weren't talking about people's... My battery's just There we go. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't think to charge your phone, would you, Jay? Not when we're going to go live <laughs> no. or anything like that. We were talking about people's claim to fames and whatnot. And, Jay, yours, of course, was serving pasta to Mr. Luke Longley. Have you had any others that you haven't sort of mentioned to us? No, that's uh, that's sort of been the only one, really. Yeah, it's a big one. Do you think that's also Luke Longley's claim to fame? 
See, I would have thought being part of the uh, Bulls three-peat would have been more Luke Longley's claim to fame, not being served, you know, food by some random dude at the Olympics. But uh, well, it wasn't just some random dude here, Jay. Let's let's (laughs) Rapanium's favorite son. He probably like he probably still has like a like a morsel of that penne that you served him. Going, I'm going to save this forever and ever. Now, just for the people watching and not listening, Jay, because we are on video here. I know you discovered that last week. Show us that. Yeah, Olympic this idiot now knows how it works. Show us that Olympic Games Inc. there, Jay. Show the people watching. This is how dedicated this man was to Sydney 2000. Go on, bro. Uh, no, because it's going to get covered up at some point. I was about to say, I hope it wasn't. I hope you didn't do like four rings and the last one was on your behind. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 none of that. I don't want to see that Olympic ring, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, we're not not showing the brown ring, so don't worry about it. Hey, come on, come on, Jay. You didn't need to hear that, but I I did get some people's claims of fame. We're going to go through some of these, but beforehand, Johnny, have you had one we were talking about a little bit? Oh, yeah, look, that's a, that's a tough one. I'm trying to think of any sort of... I've had plenty of sort of celebrity encounters, I suppose, through, like, work and whatnot, but none that are really stick out as strange or just a bit out of place, I don't think. No, not that I can think of. And you're sort of the same deal, Nims. Like, you've had many, many, because you're interviewing these sort of people left, right, and centre. It's sort of like a every second day sort of thing for you. My favourite was when you popped up on the news, though. We were watching <laughs> the news at one stage because the WWE had visited... They were at the MCG for a press conference, yeah. MCG yeah. for a press conference, and they're doing a big report on it. You can see Nibs in the background <laughs> walking around interviewing AJ Styles and whatnot. That was pretty cool. I think there was also the other one too. So my partner, uh, Steph, she did some stuff. We speak about, um, you know, like a lot of people filming stuff here. And Liam Neeson is making a movie here in Australia at the moment. He's doing it in Melbourne. And uh, Steph was part of, uh, like, she sort of organized a couple of things for a bit of a press day for that. And she's just randomly appearing in the background of that. I'm trying to see if I can find a photo. So talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> yeah, that was very cool when she rocked up there with Liam yeah. Neeson. It's still not up there. It's it's cool. And so is yours, Nims. But the Jay Luke Longley thing, wow. Now, while yeah. Nims finds that, let's go through some people that were playing at home. We had some fun. There it is. Here. Sam Flaherty. I once held the... Oh wait! Oh, there it is, Liam oh. Neeson. Where's Steph? In the background. Right there in the background. There. Oh, yes, my old That's man good. eyes. Yes, I love it. Huh. Speaking and- of which, if you get a chance to see, if you want to see a good movie at the cinema, Liam Neeson in The Marksman, very good. Or anything Liam Neeson did, that man is freaking gold. And in The Marksman, does his daughter get kidnapped? No, but but I'll put it this way: it's sort of imagine taken with immigrants that Liam Neeson has to save. Wow. He's usually saving someone, isn't yeah. he? There's yeah. There's a pain or a train involved. And... Oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah. I recommend. Yeah, definitely need to check that oh. out. Anybody Liam Neeson's good. I love this. So we've got some here, boys. And Jay, try take note here a little bit, man, because I might get you to judge the best. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did I just ask that? What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you made a huge mistake there oh, asking that. But just check if you're still online. Looks yeah. like he's here. Yeah, so there we go. Now. So <laughs> Flabbers once opened a, the door for a guy who won an Oscar, but he can't remember <laughs> his name. <laughs> <laughs> so, that right now, Christopher Plummer. There you go. Yep. Next comment. Uh, Joe Hawker. 
Oscar. My pa would regularly go in where the Flying Doctors was filmed in in our jolly old town of Minyip there, Jay. And he would just, you know, storm on set like my dad did with Movie <laughs> the Tribe because I forgot to mention that earlier. My dad rocked up during filming <laughs> yeah. and got very angry because he just wanted, wanted to check he, the mail, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he just wanted to get his mail. And he, he does claim that his ute was on the dry movie, but we uh. watched it. Couldn't, couldn't see, see it. it. No, Deleted no, scene, no, probably. Yeah. Deleted scenes. Like we can't have people like we can't have Big Dave hogging all the spotlight here. No, well that that's <laughs> it. It'd be a deleted scene or possibly like a blooper reel. Like look at this crazy <laughs> farmer this coming on and waving his farmer fist at us. Like get off my damn property. Here we go. Jacko Walscott. He served Reese Mastin at the fig tree. That's nice, Not right? Bad. What else have we got there? Gosh, got Johnny. Gosh, got heaps here. Uh, goodness gracious. Was on Bloody Mania from The yeah. Gathering of the Jugglers 2016 behind Tommy Dreamer. I like that one. Brad Saunders right there. This is really testing my old man eyes, by the way. <laughs> Matty D, he's caught up with Gavin Wanganine. Uh, he had a great Steve Monaghetti story back in oh, the day. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's some good ones in I there. Gee, there is a few good ones in there. A lot of people, we're just going through them now. Oh, yes, here's a great one from Todd Langan. I love yeah. this one. Our buddy Blakey and Toddy chase Blair from Neighbours out of the Guru nightclub. I love that That's one right there. One, That's a good one. That's fantastic. Neighbours, I remember Blakey doing that. God yeah. bless him. Out out they went. So, yeah, there, there was a few good like ones. Um, just yeah. reading through them there. So many more, but I should have really printed them out because with my <laughs> was, old man eyes. I was going to say, I should have got my dad on because he's got a few really really good random ones like this when he was going through golf. His first one was at the Bunning on Golf Club. He set the course record many years ago when he was playing and none other than Greg Norman ended up beating him, beating his club record. So that's his arch nemesis. Who? Uh, Greg Norman. I'm fine. <laughs> I was going to say, guys, the shark. The shark. He's an interesting he's no, cat, isn't he? He's no Pete Fitzgerald. Nah. And you guys know in Happy Gilmore how they, you know, there's that golfer they keep cutting to and he keeps shaking his head, Lee Trevino. Yeah, mm -hmm. dad caddied for him in a tournament in Australia. So they, he's got some really random ones. So I'll have to bring him on one day and get him to explain a few stories. So. And we'll finally get to see that side-by-side -side <laughs> yeah. look because Pete Fitzgerald, of course. Mike, Mike Kelly. Kelly. the coach from got, Pants, Tie Pants. Look I've got a very similar sort of one too, but this one, uh, it involves uh, the AFL legend Malcolm Blight. So I used to uh, anchor a sports show with him uh, back in the day, a couple of years ago, and we just got talking off air as we were waiting to go on air. And I just mentioned Shane Brewer, who kicked the first goal for Port Adelaide and also famously coached the Horsham Saints to back-to-back -back flags. And the best part of that was, so Whitey used to coach Geelong and Bruce used to play for Geelong and he's talking like, oh, so what's he doing in Horsham now? I'm like, oh, well, he's doing this and doing that. Blighty has completely forgotten that he's on air and he's left his phone on. <laughs> the oh. phone just started ringing. He's like, oh, hang on, what's going on there? He's done the full old man, like, I don't know how to turn it off. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and I've got the audio where he goes, sorry about that, guys. I got distracted because I was talking about the Horsham Saints premiership with Nims. <laughs> oh, that's uh, kind of cool. <laughs> I love that, right? Yeah, that's funny. And I don't even know if I told you guys this, but when we put on the Underground Assault Tour back in the day with Blaze and Boondocks, in the Adelaide airport. Did I tell you this, Johnny? I'm sure I would have, but maybe not you guys. Joe Ingalls was just walking around. Oh, I remember that in, at the time. In the airport, and yeah. I fanboyed out like you wouldn't believe. I actually went to a Dragons award night many years back when he was the rookie of the year or whatever, and there's photos with me and him and whatnot. But this was when he was playing for the Utah Jazz, and I just That's full-on cool. fanboyed <laughs> out. 2015, that was. There you yeah, go. I remember that. So that was kind of cool. None match Herbs as Luke Longley won that. Mm. 
No, never matching that one. You got any well, other I, I, like, I think you mean. I think you mean know, nothing think... matches Luke Longley's Herbert meeting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any others, Jay? Anything of interest like that pop up? Because, you know, there was the time when Kid Crusher, like, when you nearly got kicked out of Kid Crusher's oh, private yeah. party. That was good. I remember that. When you just, yeah. you know how Herbs just sometimes stops talking then? That's right. He did that to Kid Crusher and KC was pretty freaked out over that. I do remember that actually. Yeah. Jay, you got anything yeah, else there, buddy? Um, no, I don't have anything like that, but it, it was funny when you started going through that, um, that list of sort of like celebrity experiences and whatnot. I can remember one that uh, my mother, Joyce Byrne, put up on there oh. saying about when the flying doctors were being filmed uh, in Minyat, my grandfather driving, trying to get home. And they stopped him and said, hey, you know, this is a closed set, you know, we're filming. And all the crew and that are just sitting around doing nothing. And he's just going, what the heck are they doing? And it just kept going. Yeah, no, that's exactly right, Jay. And that's great that you brought that up and I didn't get to go through the whole list there and my eyes were playing up, so I was just sort of guesstimating half of the people there. But did you sort of just, in a half roundabout way, kind of sort of maybe alluded to the fact that you have Minyap heritage there? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh Minyap blood! <laughs> Not half. That's fully. why. That's why. What, what is oh, going on? Groundbreaking. Jeez, he's a new man. He's getting a divorce. He's saying that he's from Minyap. Yeah. Crazy times. You heard it all here up. on Pack Chat. Tell you what, all it took was a global pandemic to uh, make some drastic lifestyle changes. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. There you go. Well, that's crazy right there. So, a- any others like that while we're on the topic of. I reckon, um, I reckon this is one we're going to have to put out to the community a bit more. And uh, I reckon this is a good one. Let's follow it up next time and see if we can find a really good story. Maybe we could put a prize on the line for the best celebrity encounter. Yeah, I've just run a few. I remember my buddy Craig from work. He's He was on the news once and he's like, oh, it was so cool, but it was just my back. And I like that. It's just fun stuff like that yeah. right there is what we're talking about. Like, it doesn't have to be full dead we, serious. We almost need like the best and the worst story in that sense. Like your best and then your worst one. I reckon yeah. we can yeah, work something out we there. We are currently looking into new Grey Wolf designs and we will be getting a nice new Grey Wolf pack of some description. We mm. want to get some cool stuff here for Pack Chat. And if you can beat Luke Longley's Jace Herbert story, which I'm not <laughs> sure you can, you might get your hands on one of them. Talking about the news though. So my friend Courtney, she plays bowls. Like, and uh, so she went to Shepparton for like a big old bowls tournament. And Win News there did a story, you know, like, oh, it's great to see so many young people at uh, at bowls. But Courtney was the only person there that was under 20. So <laughs> they kept going back to it. Now, they, she was telling me that, like, you know, oh, they sat down and did like a two minute sort of piece with it. But all they used from it was just like, you know, you'd have the, the newsreader just like, and it's great to see so many young people get involved. Then it cuts to her, be like, it's great. And then it's back <laughs> to like, the story. <laughs> <laughs> One person, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Bowls did get a bit of a, you know, the youth got behind it there for a little bit. I remember back in the day. So Courtney and maybe someone else, but yeah, she would have been probably the only person, mm. the only female I know. I remember one yeah. dude did it. Yeah, not my area of expertise, but you yeah. definitely see it on ESPN from time to time, like you know the Ocho, like the yeah, that's right. Thing. <laughs> oh, I love it right there. Now, guys, I want to switch things up to hurtful keyboard warrior mm. comments. I've received one today that has actually cut me very, very deep. And it got me thinking about when you were on the back end of a keyboard warrior just mm-hmm. recently about your bold calls on NBL. Yep. We, we are so, a madman. Yeah, I am a madman. <laughs> not being described as a 
these are the words of a madman. It was like it, like Johnny was some sort of lunatic. And I'm like, I really wish Mr. Keyboard Guy, you knew John Fitzgerald because pretty switched on. But anyways. Or if, or if he thinks that Fitz is a madman, what happens if like, I don't know, you know, son of Sam, bloody John Wayne Gacy starts typing something. He's like, hmm, sounds like a reasonable man. Yeah. John reasonable. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, that goes down to the bold things again. But I want if you guys have been on the back end of any really bad keyboard warrior stuff, today a dude called Ominous underscore B, he got me good. He said, I cannot believe you are promoting such a sham of a countdown album of the year with the underground like this and this cut me so deep saying that the underground album of the year is such a sham because we put so much work into this 11 years 11 straight years we have put so much work into this and it's so much behind the scenes and whatnot and just to get cut down like that i was like damn you let's not forget the trophies and things like that we have sent out in the past well we we you have sent out in the past yeah, no, definitely. And Johnny says got together the the best looking one in the underground, I would say, in terms of voting and mm. whatnot. And we keep it all mysterious, so you know, no one knows. And got a cool guy in Ill Fortune who's put together a great little countdown video. And for this guy to call it a sham, and lots of people are on our cases about it, but you know, it is what it is. So, have you guys received any just so hateful keyboard mm. warrior comments that you can let them go? It's water off a duck's back. But this one got me a little. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one, isn't it? Because it happens so much nowadays like it's you know people are just hiding behind their monitors and keyboards and whatnot and i did like, i think i texted you at the time there's there so dog there he is about on time too um, yeah it's like late, really yeah it is a bit actually well, <laughs> releasing all those bold calls and being called all sorts of things was a bit interesting it's more off a duck's back for me because that's what we got to do stir up a little bit of controversy sometimes i suppose but like herbs for example you wouldn't have received too many keyboard warriors putting negative comments on the video vault would you no, I haven't received anything like that. And if I have, like, I haven't really taken any notice of it. I just think, yeah, whatever you'll, you know, punk, get out of your mom's basement virgin. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know, just reading, just when Ned sort of had in the runner about that, um, about that keyboard warrior saying the whole album of the year thing's a sham. That was all I was thinking. It's just like, yeah, it's probably some dude, 40, Fat sitting in his mum's basement, still a virgin, you peck of wood. But, uh, <laughs> I love it when Jay has my oh, back. It yeah. very rarely happens. It very Look, rarely I'm like, Jay. so are they basically saying what the photos of, like, say, you with uh, Burton C. Bell or whoever, and you're actually presenting the photo? Are they Photoshop or is that what they're saying? Because I can guarantee for a fact, like, we have spoken to. Like the likes of OTEP, Wednesday 13, Burton C. Bell. Um, and for, you know, a sham? Screw you. Thanks, Jay. I love how you went on a full on rant there. I don't think it was more that, I don't think he's saying that we haven't spoken to those people. I'm more, I think he's saying about the legitimacy of the actual award. Like, why? Because you didn't put in Katy Perry or Taylor Swift? <laughs> Did Katy Perry have an album out last year? <laughs> I don't think she'd fall under the categories of what no. we cover, but, but yeah. You know, we put a lot of effort every year into making sure it's all above board. It's all legit. All the votes are counted properly. So that is, it does cut deep a bit, doesn't yeah, it? When it, someone it says that to some random guy, but you know what? Screw you, really. He wins this round because yeah. he got to me. Anything like that popped up with you, Nims? Have you, you working in radio and that sort of thing? Have you copped any hate like that, buddy? 
Uh, well, one of the fun parts about doing a live radio show with a text in line is you get some incredible real-time footage of people that apparently don't like listening to you and you should get off. What are you talking about, you jackass? Yeah. Who get Remove this clown. you got no credibility. I tell Why you, are you even talking? All you have to do is block Herbs' number and that'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of the things too, because I, I know, especially for like uh, in, in this day and age, like the last thing you want to see when you're doing like a live stream or something, and this, you don't have to be on radio. You just have to, like I said, if you're a Twitcher or something like that and you just want to play Call of Duty and all of a sudden you have a whole bunch of comments flooding in your feed saying how much you suck, uh, the best thing that I could often sort of say is, you know, just remember that you're the bigger man that you're not the one going to their page doing the same thing because if this is what they spend their time doing then well you know it says a lot about them and not a lot about you exactly now jay i'm pretty sure you're painting the ass dog didn't last week teach you anything bro yeah we've had the dog the dog's been outside but i think he's just that excited excited the fact that april's home he's just just coming to bark at you going crazy <laughs> I've got the door to my, to my studio shut. I really need to invest in soundproofing. It's not soundproof, bro. Did you bark at <laughs> April as well? <laughs> no, I did not. I'd be too scared to. Maybe in about half an hour's time. Terrifying. All right, guys. Well, do we have anything else to cover? We've covered a lot. There is a yeah, lot. We do have one thing we've got to cover. Uh, the passing of Screech. Oh, yes. I put that on there. I was going to talk to you guys about this before I got in. I didn't want to put too much of a somber moment on it, but it's one of those 2020 was such a horrible year and so many great uh, people in our lives and actors and, and so many just regular everyday folk as well passed away. And it seems yeah. to be continuing on. And just for a chunk of the childhood went away with the tragic passing of Screech, which happened today, which is very sad news. Yeah. I only found out when you said Very much before. so, too. Just, yeah. Yeah, so like fans are safe by the bell. I used to be in love with that Tiffany Thiessen lady that ended up on 90210 back in the day. Man, I absolutely loved Saved by the Bell. Loved Saved by the Bell, the new class as well. Yes, I think yeah. there is a new Saved by the Bell out too, isn't there? Like there, there's some new one on Netflix or something, is it? Or one oh, of them? really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a new school sort of one. Like sort of when they rebooted Degrassi with Drake in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that right there. But yeah, you're right, Nate. It is that sort of thing, especially when it's people that you sort of, uh, like, from a time when you were a child and you remember sort of, uh, uh, like, you know, because people like that, Screech sort of links you back to those Saturday mornings where you'd watch, like, I don't know, Saved by the Bell, followed by Hang Time, followed by California Dreams and all those yeah. really cheesy sort of teen dramas where it was just like, you know, it's like, Zach, you need to stay away from drugs. And they spent 30 minutes saying, yeah, stay away from drugs, kids. I'm sorry. Uh, obviously, Herbs, uh, you're <laughs> the canine is also giving its condolences. <laughs> it is. It's uh, yeah, definitely giving its condolences. It's a, it was a huge fan of Saved by the Bell and Screech. Yes, and I'm not a huge fan of the canine. I'm just no. going to say that right now. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the canine either at the minute. It's the only way we know his mic's working, though. Well, this uh, is true. <laughs> And this is true. Also, to be fair, the canine has had more input than Jay throughout the two weeks. Although you have said a lot more today than previous weeks there. But yeah, sad and tragic news on the passing of Screech. Saved by the Bell. Awesome stuff. I'm going to check out that new one, Nim. 
What was that? Sorry. The oh yeah, the new Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I got to find out what streaming services are on because, geez, Louise, there are that many streaming services out there. Oh, side note too, talking about um, streaming services, there are some new Hasbro figures coming out for the Mandalorian series two. Oh, oh. Herb's piped up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have enough space? <laughs> oh, you'll make space, man. You will make space. <laughs> I'll just build more shelves. Hell yeah, the child. Yeah. But yeah, dude, you got to check that out. Oh, speaking of, did you see as well too, Nitty? Uh, you, my old man brain is going into overdrive here. There are some very cool exclusive Funko Pops coming out, uh, WWE ones, where you're going to have like yes. the old school Ruthless Aggression era. So you got The Rock, Mankind, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. These are the really, really cool ones from that era. So I know we've got new school rock, but we don't have that kind of mid Hollywood rock. So there's some pretty cool Funko Pops coming out, which are those dropped out of nowhere because they kind of have to since there's no Comic Cons or anything like that. It's just sort of like, well, you know what? Let's just release them now. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if I did see those old school ones, so I'm going to have to definitely look into that. I'd like to get it in my hands, one of those old school mm. rock ones from back in the day, which oh, is yeah. a beautiful segue, Nim, into reliving the war, which you and Simon Tackler and your boy Owen Jones there popping up from time to time as well have been throwing back to the good old glorious days of the, the 90s, my man, and throwing back to the Monday Night Wars, WWEF as it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. What's up next in store for you guys right there on the Grey Wolf Entertainment? Network. Well, you know what? It's a brand new year. It's We're into 1997, and boy, man, the future looks bright. We have uh, mobile phones now, <laughs> and photocopiers come in color. Oh, <laughs> what? <yeah. laughs> now, but we're, we, we've already done the Royal Rumble episode, which you can check on the feed. It's a, it's a bit of a long one, but we'd love it if you could jump on board. It's a watch along, so you could watch the 97 Rumble. This is a very cool Rumble because, to put it in perspective in terms of sports, this is like the rookie year. I'm talking like this is 03 LeBron, uh, where he's a smiling, smiling little kid because you've got a Royal Rumble that has got Mankind, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Rocky Maivia, Shawn Michaels, Vader, and a whole heap of more characters. But the thing is, the WWF is struggling so bad, they can't even fill the roster with 30 people. So they have to get 10 weird Mexican wrestlers from <laughs> AAA. So have a listen to it. It's pretty cool. Plus, there's a killer main event with Sid versus Shawn Michaels. And coming up, we're also going to look at the first WCW pay-per-view for 1997, which, in a bold strategy, Cotton, wasn't a WCW pay-per-view. It was an NWO one. Oh, I'm very much looking forward to that one. I actually remember when that went down. There's a sign uh, showing my age right there. I remember when that happened. Mm. I need to see that. <laughs> but haven't. So I'm going to have to watch it and and check out nims's podcast as well that's definitely something you need to do if you want to throw back to those old days listen to nims and simon's pod check it out on the wwe network have yourself a bunch of fun like that jay i'm ready to drive around there and uh... (laughs) hey hey, we've also got we've also got something pretty current too i caught up with um charlotte flair um rick flair's daughter she was just a barrel laugh she is just one of the coolest people i've ever talked to uh she's made it this is it's her third appearance on gray wolf wrestling well, I think it's a second interview-wise for you, but she's, of course, the poster girl for Grey Wolf. That's right. Love yep. Charlotte Flair. Nothing but love for her. Super jealous, man. So, yeah, definitely check that one out. And Johnny a big congrats. Knight. Congrats to uh, Bianca Belair. She was, like, one of the early guests of Grey Wolf Wrestling, and she won the Royal Rumble. Yes, she did. And shout-outs to my daughter, Marley, who had a 
Can you just pass some oh, of those yeah. cards there? Who had one of the? Uh, she had Bianca Belair in the sweep where Nims made up these amazing <laughs> cards, which we posted on our social medias as well, which are very cool. Old school large herbs there, which I did yeah. not know we were going to talk about the great match, which was old school herbs versus new school herbs. You had your Kevin Owens herbs, which was his old round self versus his Roman Reigns herbs, which you described as Nims. The head of the table, the head of the jable. <laughs> the head of the jable right there. And well, Keto saved in the end and he got the W as it would be in real life. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, but it's an ongoing battle every day. It is. He, kept, he, he did keep saying that all through the match. It's an ongoing <laughs> battle, guys. And it, it was a difficult life. It's not easy to be that handsome, John. Oh, something I, you I and know. I would never know. <laughs> no. It is very, very hard. And I tell you what, something else is cool. We're back with Grey Wolf Hoops. Did you guys see? We spoke about him earlier. Joe Ingles. He's just broken yeah. the Utah Jazz record for the most three pointers made in history. I think it was 846. Yeah, it was around that. Beating Ooh. out John Stockton, which is a huge effort. Like, it's just Ooh. unreal. And it, like he's really putting himself on the map over there now, especially with the team they got this year. And uh, yeah, it's just great to see. Like Joe, hopefully he comes back and plays a few seasons of NBL, which was uh, one of the things he was looking into doing. But um, yeah, it's just fantastic. Aussies in the NBA, man. Like it's just all happening. Oh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to quickly cut your lunch, boys, before we talk about hoops. But I want to ask you because you've got an absolute killer run by the Illawarra Hawks at the moment. Sorry, just the Hawks. Like yeah. these guys are sitting sure on, talking about. <laughs> yeah. well, no, no, but they are sitting just like on top of the mountain at the moment. Fitz, all of a sudden your madman predictions <laughs> are looking really good. However, you got to say that the Phoenix are on a pretty good run of form too. Do you reckon this is the first week they get the L? Yeah, I don't know about the Phoenix, and we've spoken about this even off air. Um, their starting five is really good, and there's just not much depth there. That's the problem. Uh, if they get Panu back, hopefully soon. The one thing they're missing is a lights-out three-point shooter. That's what they really need, and they could definitely challenge because even the game on the weekend, they just didn't go away. Like They actually played some good ball. Mitch Creek seems to get caught in the corner a lot. Uh, they're not really using him too well, but there's a good rotation in there somewhere. They've just got to work it out, but I reckon they're one player short off the bench just to sort of fill a spot and get a dead-eye shooter out there. But yeah, the Phoenix aren't looking too bad, but you touched on the Hawks. I think out of all my bold calls that was the one i was thinking would happen was the hawks to make the playoffs brian gorgia man like he's he's a genius like let's just be honest about it and they are playing some good ball right now oh he's like phil jackson-esque he really is, is yeah. the phil jackson of <laughs> australia pretty much yeah here's the thing for you and i don't know it's probably more for hoops here as we do run out of time but do you think and i do not want to sound like a keyboard warrior i'm not <laughs> hating when i say this but do you think cam glidden is a tad overrated oh yeah i said that i might have said that to you maybe someone else he shouldn't be starting for the phoenix mm. not a chance he should not be uh yeah i think he is a little bit yeah, yeah. And i think the fact that he made that australian roster uh, blew my mind like it's just crazy right there but yeah. anyways there's i'm not hating well, i was gonna say because that's when he was it was he a brisbane at the he time could still outplay me because everyone was complaining lamanas was picking all the brisbane players yeah, so yeah, i mean we won't talk too much about that but yeah there was probably something going on there when mitch creek missed the squad initially mm -hmm. yeah mm. yeah can i give you guys a little insight so obviously as you know like i used to live in wa which is why i go for the perth wildcats um, so I've still got a big Sorry. chunk of uh, like, you know, friends. I can't, I sometimes see the other side. I've got a very unique perspective in like being uh, in the sphere that lives in Melbourne, that follows the NBL. You know, we do a lot of stuff with like uh, the NBL and overtime and all that sort of stuff. So I get that point of view, but also having friends and 
colleagues that I used to work with over in Perth. Now, as I mentioned, the Illawarra Hawks are currently on top of the ladder, but everyone in WA is going and saying, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't take the ladder this year too seriously because look, the Breakers have only played like two games. The Wildcats have only played a handful of games. If we had a real season, then we'd see the real table. That's actually the delusion that is happening over West. Wow. Well, I mean, that's how the draw works most seasons. They'll play and, it, it, you know, they'll be on the road and whatnot. So, no, it, look, that is a fair point, but you can only, you know, match up against the teams that you're rostered against kind of thing. So, the Hawks, are, you know, haven't lost a game, so look out. Yeah, and the Hawks have played a bunch more games too. But I think they're yeah, four, four, five, four, four and four and they are right now. now. And Perth are one and one, and they played against a team that most people are picking to sort of finish in that bottom tier so that's why people aren't so confident in the wildcats they haven't looked fantastic but do have bryce cut and like we talked yep. about in the past but more of that on gray wolf hoops which will be coming your way later this week jay big big congratulations man for pulling the finger yeah. out brother <laughs> off clap there for you jay well done <laughs> well done jay so you'll keep us up to date and we don't need to start a gofundme no you don't need to start the gofundme i will be keeping you posted well done. Well wow. done. It only took the threat of someone taking your Optimus Prime for you to get into gear. That really was it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a break. Well, I was actually more concerned about the Megatron over here, especially. About oh, the of course. Yes. Well, it's fair enough. I guess that'll do for another edition of Grey Wolf Pack Chat. Thank you. If you got through this, you're a strong, strong individual, and we thank you. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.